Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. Hi, my name's Ren, and my best friend Drac is a vampire. Oh, but before you freak out, let me explain. Drac isn't like other vampires. He doesn't thirst for blood. He thirsts for knowledge. Each week, we hop into the coffin of curiosity for a spectacular adventure to learn about everything and anything, from how the sun works to why we burp. We have lots of fun, so join us. I promise that the only thing Drac will drink up is information, okay? Worst case scenario, he squirts you with some sunscreen. Search for Drac on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts for the ride of your life. Whee! What to build? What to build? Oh, come on, Lucy. Wow, you're a builder. You're a maker. You're a... <gasps> I got it! Tool call. Hammer. Hammer. Wrench. Wrench. Drill. Drill. Great job, Kapow. Great job, Kapow. Oh, no, wait, that's me. Great job, Lucy Wow. Oh, brother. Now all we have to do is turn this thing on. Let the show begin. Yo, kid, yo! Welcome back to Pflugerville! It's me, Kapow, beaming into your ears all the way from Lucy Wow's barn. Alongside me today is the co-host with the co-most, Guy Neville! Thanks, co-host Kapow. I'm excited to be here. You should be, because today's episode will be the first in a new series I'm doing called Kapow's Tour of Foods! Why am I worried that you're about to talk about tin cans or some other weird things to eat? Don't worry, guy. Today's food isn't weird at all. It isn't? Great. What is it? Pasta? Pizza? Nope. But you can put it in pasta or on pizza. Cheese? Ooh, tomatoes. Pineapple? Wrong again, guy. But I'll give you one more hint. It starts with an E. It starts with an E, and it can go in pasta or on pizza? Huh. Oh, I know! Eggplant! Ew, gross! I would never put eggplant on pizza! Then what are you talking about? Earmuffs! Earmuffs aren't food, Kapow! Then why did I eat earmuff pizza for lunch? Because you're bananas, Kapow. I'm not a banana guy. I'm a mechanical pygmy goat. Now, let's talk earmuff eating. As you know, the winter is earmuff season, the time of year when earmuffs get ripe and fall from the trees. Then we gather them and eat them. Kapow, winter is earmuff season because it's cold and they don't grow on trees. They were invented. They were? Yup. And in fact, they happen to be a favorite invention of mine. Can you guess why? Because uh, they're so tasty? Nope, because they were invented by a kid. They were? You bet, Kapow. I'll tell you what. 
Let's cancel your food tour and talk invention. Oh, I do love invention! You got a deal! Okay, winter can mean a lot of things. To some people, it means hot chocolate. To some people, it means snowball fights. And to some people, it means skating. Winter is the time of year where lakes from Maine to Minneapolis freeze over and kids strap on skates and get to go skating on the ice. Well, back in 1858, one of the kids he would have found on the ice was a 15-year-old boy named Chester Greenwood. Lucky Chester! I love skating! So did Chester, but he couldn't skate for very long each day. Chester had a problem, or two problems, really. His ears. You see, where he lived in southwestern Maine, they started having super cold winters, and Chester's ears would get frostbite more easily than others. After the shortest of times, they'd start turning red, white, purple, and blue, and begin hurting. And when he used a protective wool cap with ear coverings, which was the only way to heat your ear back then, he was allergic. His ears would warm up only to start itching. Wait, you aren't saying he was allergic to goats, are you? No, no, no. This was sheep's wool. Oh, phew! I was worried. Okay, so what happened? Did he quit skating? He couldn't. He loved skating too much. I mean, he just got new skates for his 15th birthday. So Chester started looking for a solution. First, he tried wrapping a scarf around his head, but it was too bulky. Did he try having a pet cat hang out on his head? Oh, cat's bellies are very warm. Uh, I doubt it. But he did try everything he could think of, and none of it worked. Then one day, Chester had an idea. But in order to turn this idea into an invention, he'd need the help of a special hero. Batman? Even better, Grandma. He went to his grandmother and asked her to sew flannel pads onto the circular ends of a wire ring that would wrap around his head. And you know what? It worked. The flannel kept his ears warm and didn't make him itch. But there was one little problem. Because no one had seen anything like this before, his friends thought they looked silly and made fun of him. So what did he do? Go run and hide? No way, Kapow. He was an inventor. And an inventor doesn't give up when people giggle. Instead, Chester took them off and let his friends try them. Once they felt how warm their ears were, they didn't just stop teasing him. They wanted earmuffs of their own. Soon, everyone was wearing them. And is that when he decided to put them on pizza? No, Kapow. But he did keep tinkering with them. Over the next few years, Chester replaced the wires with bands and the ear pads became hitched for greater pressure against the ear. Sounds yummy! <laughs> I love a good hinge! Well, everyone else loved them too. Not for eating, but for wearing. And with all this popularity, Chester decided to go into the earmuff biz. He built a small factory, which employed 11 workers, and made 50,000 pairs of earmuffs its first year. By the time World War I broke out, Chester's factory was making over 400,000 pairs of earmuffs per year, and even sending thousands overseas to the troops. Ooh. Whoa! You're saying a kid can not only invent something, but they can start a whole company with a factory? Kids can do anything, Kapow. All they have to do is use the power of invention. 
Chester had cold ears on his 15th birthday and could have stayed inside because of it. But because he decided to use the power of invention, we still remember him today. In fact, in his hometown, the first Saturday in December, they hold an annual earmuff parade in his honor. Wow! You know, I thought earmuffs were just a delicious treat, but it turns out that they're proof that you can invent something at any age. And if that's the case, I want to go try and invent something new right now. What do you say, guy? Want to take off your co-host hat and put on your co-inventor earmuffs? You know what, Kapowski? That sounds like fun. I'm in. But before we go, but before we go, if any of you out there have invented something you want to share, or you have a question about earmuffs, Pflugerville, Kapow, or me, Guy Neville, send it to Guy at GoKidGo.com. Or me at Kapow at GoKidGo.com. Whoever you send it to, you might get your question read live on the show. And remember, I'm also on a t-shirt and a hoodie to sticker that I'm famous. Go to GoKidGo.com and check me out. Lucy Well merchandise is now available. And you know you need more Kapow in your life. Thanks for listening and have yourself an inventive day. Good one, Kapow. Go, kid, go. Do you like to laugh? Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you. And the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts. 